This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show, where each week we discuss best practices in the field of customer experience management. I'm Tom DeWitt, Director of CXM at MSU, and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Bob Keipel, Vice President of CX of M and retired Global CX Executive with General Motors. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. I'm Tom DeWitt, and I'm joined by... Bob Keipel. Good to see you, Bob. Um, we're, we're happy today to welcome Lee Jelnick, who is the Chief Innovation Officer at United Wholesale Mortgage. Welcome to the show, Lee. Hey, guys. Really happy to be here. Tom and Bob, been great getting to know you guys and, and happy to talk a little shop with you both this morning. Awesome. Um, to get us started, for those listeners who are not familiar maybe with United Wholesale Mortgage, can you tell us a little bit about the organization and what it does? Yeah, for sure. You know, we like to think of, uh, we're, we're, we're certainly the largest company in Michigan you've never heard of and possibly one of the largest and fastest growing companies in the U.S. you've never heard of. And that's, that's by design. So we are the largest wholesale mortgage lender in the U.S. And uh, what that means is that, uh, and, and actually when you rack and stack numbers, we're the second largest overall mortgage lender in the U.S. And, and so what it means to be wholesale is we work exclusively with independent mortgage brokers. So they are our clients. And when you think about the mortgage market or the mortgage process, there's kind of three parts to it. You know, one part is that initial origination and loan application. The, the middle part is uh, the underwriting of the file, the clearing of the conditions, ultimately closing and funding the loan. And then the third stage of that is the part where the loan is securitized, the loan is sold and securitized uh, on, you know, in the capital markets, and then also a portion, you know, then, the, then the loan is also serviced, serviced. So there's three parts of that process. We do the second and third part, and our clients, the independent mortgage brokers, do the first part. So they are mostly small uh, mom and pop businesses all over the U.S. that are really tied into their communities, and, and they're the ones that uh, their businesses are largely based on referral, and we can kind of get into the the role we play from a client experience perspective. But, you know, in short, we're a mortgage lender. Uh, you know, we're a rather large one being the second largest overall. And then we've been the number one overall wholesale lender six years running. That's awesome. So when you say um, loans are sold and secure, ser- serviced and all that, does UWM do that? Or do you hold those and service customers? Or? Well, yeah. So, so uh, you know, ultimately, every loan that we, we close, we fund and close, we do sell the, the loan itself and we sell that into the capital markets. And that's a process where you know, most of those loans in general are sold uh, kind of through Fannie and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Uh, if it's a government loan, it'll go through Ginnie Mae. But then there is the servicing piece. So pretty much every mortgage itself the, is sold, uh, but the actual managing of the servicing piece is the piece that stays behind. And so, yes, we do that. And so, you know, currently we're, we're servicing a rather large portfolio of loans. Now there are points in time where lenders of our size will sell the servicing rights of the loan, um, you know, in bulk. Uh, we, we haven't done that for over a year, 
But, uh, but yeah, we do that from time to time. But the, the servicing piece is another piece of that all-important client experience. Very, very cool. Um, as, as is your title, I think you've got the coolest title I've ever seen of an officer of a, a company, Chief Innovation Officer. Um, you must, that must require you to keep your energy level quite high. Uh, can you tell us what your responsibilities are as Chief Innovation Officer at United Wholesale Mortgage? I was hoping you guys would tell me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a lot of pressure. Every day you walk in the door, they're like, I mean, hey, every what day, you, yeah. What's pretty high. You know, what are you going to innovate today, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you, living in the future? Yeah. Lately, exactly. No, it, so – uh, yeah, I'll say this. I, I feel like I've got the best job in the world. Um, we are we are a very fast growing company. So I joined the company about two years ago. I came over from Ford Motor Company, where I spent a little over a decade, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. But you know, when I came over, we were about 2,500 team members, and today we're almost 9,000 team members. So in two years, we've added almost 7,000 people, and uh, and we've doubled more than doubled the footprint of our campus. And uh, you know, more than doubled the size of our business or you know our origination portfolio. So there's been a tremendous amount of growth. And and when uh, you know and our our, our CEO, our president CEO, Matt Ishbia, he's you know he's one of the most dynamic business leaders in the U.S. Uh, you know he's a 41 year old guy that has uh, you know essentially his, his father founded the company, but but it was largely a retail mortgage shop when when his father founded it in in the mid 80s. Uh, you know small regional shop lending directly to consumer. When, when Matt came aboard in 2003, after four years as a, a walk-on basketball player at Michigan State, and, and then one year as an, a graduate assistant coach with Tom Izzo, when he came on board, he was immediately drawn to the wholesale side of the business and sort of the magic of the mortgage broker. So I'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but when, when Matt recruited me to, to come over here, the thing he said to me was, look, I we're growing very fast. I need you to bring in a bunch of things we don't do today. I don't know what those things are, but I need you to bring them uh, because you, you know, you've got a, a you know, rather large experience outside of the, the mortgage industry. I'd, I'd spent uh, almost a half decade on Wall Street and then 10 plus years at Ford in a number of capacities, including at Ford Credit. And so my role is, is, has evolved a lot in two years. I mean, some of it has been standing up uh, pretty standard parts of the business that a company of our size needs to have. And those are things like government affairs and investor relations. So those wouldn't necessarily seem like innovation to, uh, you know, someone from the outside, but for, for a company that grew as fast as we did and all of a sudden found themselves uh, to be the second largest overall lender in the U S and uh, you know, a, a company that's, you know, quadrupled in size Functions like those that, that a large company needs, especially now where a public company needs, they didn't exist. So I've, I've stood those up and I run those. I also lead uh, some things that you would, you, would, you would assume with my title, I would like client experience. And we can get into some of the, the, the details of what our client experience team does. But our client experience team is almost 200 people and uh, you know, live and breathe, ensuring that every day, every touch point with the company uh, is a great one for all of our clients. And then I also lead a handful of business development and digital innovation initiatives that involve, uh, you, know, you know, whether it's working with our IT team to build out new capabilities and services for our clients, or whether it's working with our IT team and some vendors and partners 
uh, to bring on and offer new, new perks and services. So kind of sitting at the intersection of our clients, our technology, and our business. So you're one of the key leaders, obviously, at UWM. And so can you talk about um, what customer experience management goals you have as an organization and how your team is sort of working towards those goals specifically? For sure. So one of the things, you know, we take such pride in delivering a, a best-in-class client experience, customer experience. I'll use the word client and, and I'll maybe speak to the importance of that in, in a moment. But, you know, we, we win because between our processes and technology and, and the technology and, and processes that we help our clients, the mortgage brokers with, you know, when you, you put those two things together, uh, a mortgage with a broker that comes through UWM is going to be the fastest, easiest, and cheapest mortgage that anyone has ever obtained. And so, you know, we, we pride ourselves in the fact that, that from application to close, we're nearly three times faster than the industry average. And again, it's not just faster, it's going to be easier and cheaper because we're solely focused on one thing, which is being the best wholesale lender. Uh, we're focused on making our, our client, that independent mortgage broker, look great to their customer, the borrower. Uh, the, the reason we've been able to succeed at that and, and become an industry leader at that is because of a laser focus that starts, it starts at the top. It's, you know, I report to Matt Ishbia. He is absolutely incredibly passionate, uh, you know, to the point of obsessed as we all are about delivering that best in class client experience. And so we've instilled or instituted things in our, in our company that from end to end deliver that. One of those examples is every single phone call that comes in here every day is answered by a human being. Uh, you know, you, usually, you know, in less than about 20 seconds from the, from the time that, that client or borrower first hears the ring, within 20 seconds, they'll be talking to a human being. And we get, uh, you know, on a slower day, 22, 23,000 inbound calls. And on a busier day, we get about 30,000. So, Wow. One of the things is we're measuring how quickly can we, can we get to that call and then how quickly can we get that call to where they need to be with a, with a nice warm transfer. And so it's a little thing, but that's kind of a daily goal where we're looking to get, you know, we're, we're literally drop, you know, the, the, the drop percentage is less than 1%, of, way, way less than 1%, in fact, of those calls, you know, where someone feels like they're waiting too long or don't get where they need to go. So those are some of the goals that, that, you know, every day it's rinse, repeat. It doesn't matter how great you were at it yesterday. It doesn't matter if, you know, you got to 29,700 calls yesterday and only 85 of them actually, you know, dropped because they were waiting more than 30 seconds. You got to do it again today. So on a day-to-day -day basis, there's, there's some little things like that that we do. They're all about being there, being responsive to the client. At a much higher level, uh, you know, net promoter score is probably our end-all be-all measurement. You guys are very familiar with it, but our net promoter score on average, I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll quote some numbers. I always have to be a little more careful now that we're a public company. So I'll, I'll kind of go back, but, but our three-year trend, you know, 18, 19, and 20, our, our net promoter was, uh, you know, plus 86, plus 87, plus 88 in that range. You know, these are, these are insane numbers. I mean, I was coming from the auto industry where, you know, net promoter being a range of negative 100 to positive 100. Now, if you're north of 50, you're killing it. And, you know, we live north of plus 85. And, you know, and oftentimes we have long stretches where we're at plus 90, plus 91, plus 92. So 
we've got a goal of, of having a net promoter score of, of plus 87. And we, we measure that on every single loan that we close, a survey goes out. And so it's not like we're cherry picking and we want to know exactly what our clients think, what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. And we kind of crave that constructive feedback. So that's another one of our big goals. So, you know, you, you got some examples of a, you know, a daily goal where we got to answer that, that call and get that person to the, to the right spot. And then the, the bigger picture goal where we're measuring, you know, are we delivering for our clients and are they, are they giving us that rating when we've closed the loan and, and how do they feel about that? I think the other one I would, I would throw out there is we've got our own homegrown uh, in, internal, we, we call it CRs, but it's essentially a platform where at any point in the life of the loan, if a broker has an issue, whether that they specifically asking about a, a condition on a loan and they want to get to their underwriter uh, or, or there's or something else, essentially, if they've got a problem or a question, they can submit a client request and we have SLAs on those where we, we, we have to close them uh, within, within two hours. And so we want team members from the time they pick it up to the time they handle it to be less than 20 minutes. Uh, oftentimes it's got to go maybe from one team member or one, one skill team to another, but we measure that. And in fact, we're trying to close 83% of those in, in 90 minutes. And so those are goals that we measure ourselves on. I mean, Matt is a big proponent of this and, and I, and I'm a big believer in it too. If it, if it can't be measured, it won't be done. And so with, with client experience, we're all about having very hard, very quantitative measurements so we, we know how we're doing. So very long-winded answer, but you can tell oh, I love it. Oh, super cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to I follow up just briefly on one aspect of this because this is obviously a numbers business and you're driven by the numbers and you got your metrics. Um, but it's also a complicated and emotional business when somebody on the other end is trying to close a deal for their client and they feel like they want to get going but there's all these, like you say, conditions, or maybe there's some paperwork missing and all that. Uh, it's very complicated. So how do you manage like the pressure on the individuals working there? Uh, or how do you train them to sort of handle this? Because you really are sort of not pushing, but you're encouraging them to really, you know, move all day long. You're, you're, uh, you're absolutely right, Bob. I mean, it's, I, I think about it sometimes when I, when I think about my career, I've, I've gone from, for lack of a better word, selling cars and auto financing to now you know, mortgages. I mean, they, I don't know, the, the next thing I can do is either like be a dentist or sell caskets, right? I mean, these are, these are things that are <laughs> painful processes for people. And in the mortgage business, I mean, nobody wakes up and says, I want the mortgage. They wake up and say, I want the house. You know, the mortgage is a means to get the house. And historically, mortgages similar to auto financing or just in general buying a car are, are you know, long, cumbersome, painful processes. So, and not only are they, they long, cumbersome, and painful in general, uh, not with us, of course, they're also high stakes. It, this is the most important financial transaction a person is going to make in their life. And brokers aren't, they are not these big, shiny, they're not banks. Uh, they don't have huge marketing budgets, so they're working on referrals. So every loan a broker does matters a ton because that might mean five, if they got that referral from a local real estate agent, they do, if we do help them do a great job, they'll get a bunch more, you know, if something gets messed up. So you're absolutely right. It's, it's complicated. The stakes are high 
And for every client and every you know, borrower on the other end, it's the most important transaction in their life. And so from our side, the, the way we help our team all the way through the process, keep, you know, keep the eyes on delivering that experience, delivering it faster, easier, and cheaper is, you know, first of all, we've been very thoughtful and we've got a world-class technology team. That system I talked about, the, you know, the client request, I mean, we're, we're very, very efficient at getting who, who, whatever issue the client might have in that process, getting them to the right person to talk to. So if it's an underwriter, if it's their internal salesperson, their account executive, uh, you know, or if it's, it's some, other, some other member of the team that, you know, in, maybe in, in closing or post-closing, we get them to, to that person so that that can be resolved quickly. We, we deliver by being laser focused on one thing, which is being an independent, or independent, being a wholesale lender serving independent mortgage brokers. And we're not trying to be a bank. We don't have retail deposits. We're not also doing auto loans. We're not doing student loans. And, and I think that laser focus helps that we are doing one thing and we're aiming to do that, you know, far and away better than any other entity out there. Very, very impressive. Um, so you, you referenced your, your career at, at Ford Motor Credit, um, where you, you spent most of your career, I believe. Um, are there any key lessons that you learned at Ford that have transferred well into your role at uh, United Wholesale Mortgage? Um, if so, could you share those with us? For sure. I, I mean, I, I think... I was at Ford 10 plus years. You're right. I was at Ford Credit for, uh, you know, about, it, Ford Credit was only about two, two and a half years at that time, but, but a pretty, pretty formative couple of years. I mean, I think if I, I'll, I'll give you the, the 40,000 foot answer, then I'll give you the, you know, the ground level answer because there's two. I mean, I, I was lucky enough early in my career to be at JP Morgan when Jamie Dimon took over. When, when at the time I was at JP Morgan, we, we bought Bank One and Jamie Dimon came in as, essentially the number two, and then took over as the CEO. I was at Ford. Uh, I got to Ford only about a year or so after Alan Mulally got there. And then after Mulally, uh, you know, CEO was Mark Fields and, and then uh, Jim Hackett. And now I, I, I work directly for Matt Ishbia. So obviously I wasn't reporting or close to reporting to Jamie Dimon. I, I did get a chance to spend a, a little bit of time with Alan Mulally. And I spent a, a lot of time with Mark Fields uh, and Jim Hackett when they were running Ford Motor Company and then actually have a very close relationship with Jim Farley, who is the current CEO. And then again, reporting to Matt, I've, I've had a chance to take from all these amazing business leaders over my career. And I mean, I think that the, the number one lesson I've taken from being in these positions is that leadership matters. Uh, it, you know, it matters more now than it ever has before. But when it comes to delivering a client experience, leadership sets the tone and the leaders in the company have to care. And if the leaders care and the leaders aren't, uh, you know, above the smallest detail and the leaders are in the weeds of the business that will translate all the way through. So I think at the high level, I've been very fortunate in my career to work, you know, either, you know, in an organization led by, or, you know, in some cases mentored by, or in some cases directly for some amazing, amazing hall of fame type uh, business leaders. I think at the ground level, I would say my experience uh, working on the Lincoln brand, probably more so than anything else, has helped shape me for the things I'm doing now at, at United Wholesale Mortgage. And, and what I mean by that is, 
I took over leading global strategy on LinkedIn at a time in 2013 when we were making, when Ford Motor Company was making the decision whether or not to keep the LinkedIn brand. You know, there was a history, it's an interesting auto history, but Ford had been a house of brands and, and shed them all. Mazda, Jaguar, Land Rover, Aston Martin, closed down Mercury, uh, Volvo, but, but kept Lincoln. And it was sort of this two-part decision. Does, is Ford Motor Company better off with Lincoln? And the answer was a resounding yes. And then it was, well, then how, how does Lincoln win as a luxury brand? And the, the key decision was in the experience. You know, companies, uh, automotive companies, luxury automotive companies, uh, you know, have done a nice job at differentiating their, their brands and their products when you think about Lexus versus like an Audi. Um, but where there was still a huge opportunity was in the experience. And so we made the resounding decision to no longer refer to Lincoln owners as customers. And we decided to call them clients because it was sort of raised our, our gaze on how we would treat them. And it wasn't just about designing a great product that could compete, but it was designing an end-to-end -end experience that sort of would, it would change the game. Uh, and, you know, and that experience is everything from the first time Lincoln clients step foot in a dealership. It, it couldn't just be the Lincoln side of a Ford dealership with potted plants in the middle. It had to be an entirely different experience right down to the scents, the smells, all of it. Um, and then all the way through to, the, to, to what it's like to be in that vehicle. And so I think because it was at that point, I mean, the Lincoln brand is doing great. There's some amazing products on the road and you know, the, the, the long relationship with Matthew McConaughey as a spokesperson really helped that as well. Um, and, and it's been a very successful run for Lincoln in China since they launched. But I think the thing I took away from it was in order to win in a sustainable way, the client experience has to be differentiating and you can never give up on it. You're only as good as your last touch point with your last client. And so I think that's at UWM, you know, we can, we can have 10 great loans with, for, you know, for one of our brokers, but if that 11th one is bad, that's the one they're going to remember. And so there's sort of, you know, we have, we have t-shirts that say never relax. And, and it's that, you know, every one is, every, every one is the most important one, you know, and then the most important one will be the next one. And so those, I think, are the mindsets that I, that I kind of carry with me from auto. Very mm -hmm. cool. That's awesome. Boy, we could do a couple hours on this uh, topic alone. <laughs> Happy to come back. Yeah, next, yeah, next episode, let's talk about the automotive industry. I, I, it would be fascinating. I want to I want to shift gears just a little bit here in the time that we got left. So, United Wholesale Mortgage recently made the decision to join the board of CXM at MSU, which is in the process of creating an online master's degree in customer experience management. So, can you talk a little bit about uh, UWM's rationale for joining? Yeah, I mean, first of all, we we love our our, our partnership and our relationship with Michigan State and. You know, we, 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 we love working with you guys in so many different capacities. You know, this program specifically, you know, Laura Lawson, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, Tom had talked to Laura and Laura talked to me and, you know, uh, you're, you're going to be hard pressed to find two people more passionate about client experience than Laura and I. And so we were instantly like, hey, this is awesome. When I, when I reflected on it, the fact that it's a master's program and the first of its kind, to me, that actually really resonates. I, I, I went to undergrad at Yale. I was an athlete. Uh, I played hockey there. I, I came out, I played a little pro, worked on Wall Street, and then I made the decision to go back and get my master's. And I, I, I went to, to Wharton to get my MBA. And 
sort of that, that active decision at a point in my career when I had other options and could go other directions, but to say, I want to go back and, and learn more and, and, and learn, you know, gain more skills and specialize in a, in a few certain areas. Um, I'll, I'll never regret that decision. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. And so I thought about it. And when you, when you contrast how important customer experience is today for any brand, you know, it doesn't matter if you're selling jeans uh, or cars you know, or, 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 or mortgages, the, the experience that, that the client has or the customer has in that process is, is, the, is more important than any slogan, any ad campaign. I mean, the, the, the importance of having a strong brand out there and uh, in, in word of mouth and in the age of, of very easy to access online referrals, to me, there's almost no more important specialty in this realm, in the realm of business. And so when you guys said you're doing it, we said, hey, we're all in, we take pride in it, we've got this, uh, you know, we've got some things we can contribute for sure. And I think we'll, we'll learn along the way by helping you guys stand this program up. Yeah, you, um, you guys were the quickest conversion I've had thus far. Um, I think the first words out of Lee's mouth was, you had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, I <laughs> Uh, but it's exciting. Yeah, the, and the, the board membership now has grown to uh, 28 companies globally. We're really excited about it. Um, the advisory board's going to be having their first meeting soon where we're actually going to talk about initiatives that we're going to partner on and, and sharing best practices before we ever even get the um, degree off the ground. So um, thanks again for being on the board. Thanks for your your partnership. It's great to have uh, companies uh, or organizations in our own backyard, particularly those with such strong ties to uh, MSU. But uh, thanks so much for your time today, Lee. It was great having you on the show. Guys, I uh, can't, can't express how much I enjoyed the conversation and, and how excited I am to work together with you guys. And, and let's uh, stand up a great, uh, you know, amazing, uh, you know, customer experience master's program. We're working on it. We're working on it. And uh, <laughs> listeners, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tom and Bob Show. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and share it on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have any ideas or suggestions for future podcasts, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. After all, you're our customer. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.